What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hey! Hello, everybody! Hey out there in Radio Land! You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan Solisho and Suzanne Stoffer. Hey, hey! Hey, 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 everybody. <laughs> you know what? You I think we're going to how... be, I know, we're going to be a Go little ahead. punchy today, I think, honestly. I feel like there's going to be some punchy that comes out because we really didn't get much sleep last night. So, you know, that, and we're right in the process of uh, drinking some coffee, drinking my coffee. <laughs> So we'll see, right? We'll see what wants to come mm-hmm. through. But I'm thinking like with that beginning of, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been warned, in other words. Everyone, if you choose to listen, you choose to listen mm-hmm. of your own accord and you have been warned. That's all we have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whee- and if whee- you are listening live, if you're listening live, just why not up your game a bit and come into the chat room? Because we love to play with people in the chat room. It really creates so much energy and fun, and it creates community. And you can ask your questions um, there and just really have have the show behind the show. So if you're listening live, you can go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and click on the chat button. I think it's blue. Um, and then that you can come in anonymously or whatever and, and be a part of our show. So that's... Uh, an opportunity. We always love it when the chat room gets cray cray. (laughs) Well, and speaking with, you know, other places to kind of play and engage, we have a Facebook group that's connected Mm -hmm. to our radio show and we post oftentimes like the important questions or clearings or quotes or poems or whatever. Um, Oftentimes we'll have a challenge and that's on Love Life and All Things Weird on Facebook group. So just um it's a it's an open group, so you just have to ask to join. But we'll approve mm-hmm. you and as long as you don't be mean to us, we'll approve you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh and so don't, don't do stupid you... things. Don't post stupid <laughs> things in the group. And we almost have well, like eight hundred members. Do you know that, babe? We have almost eight hundred members yeah. on Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. So, you know, there's there's a lot of peeps, which is awesome. And w- and we generally try to include some fun things, some fun, you know, challenges. Like you challenged, you know, people um, to love themselves for 30 seconds for the next three days. And, um, you know, we put in quotes and processes and you can chime in on what radio shows you want us, what topics you want us to cover. So it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And what would it take for us to get 800 
uh, uh, people, the, oh, I don't know if the, the word is followers, but members, that's what we call them. Members. Um, mm-hmm. Members by the end of the show. How fun would that be? What Ooh. would that take? Well, yeah. That yeah. So let's have. <laughs> so today's show. Let's hop into the topic here. Today's show is uh, called the Ask Behind the Ask. And um, oh, I seriously that, thought you were just saying "ass" as an "ass." The Ask Behind the Ask. <laughs> well, that and I was like, because, "What uh, is that? What our show is about? Really?" <laughs> Well, you know, what's funny is, you know, the show that I did solo when you were flying um, Mm. was like this whole thing came out of my mouth about get your big ass, get your big ass out of your big asks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we've been. Mm-hmm. So we've been playing so uh, quite go. a bit around the ass and the ask, and mm-hmm, yeah. So it could be what is the big ass behind your ask? <laughs> and actually, as we as I look through the copy, it it is there. There's part of it that kind of points to that, which is what do you need to ask for to receive that you've been asking for? What? For years, what I see is so many people like they they're asking for things in their life. They're they have this desire, and you know they're using the tool of ask and receive. Which, by the way, it's like it is creation. Ask and receive is creation. You ask, you follow the energy, you make yourself available to receive, right? And like you just are following the impressions, and and things come about that we've asked for. Not always in the way we think almost never in the way we think, but we're always receiving from the universe what we're asking for. But one of the things that I have seen so much is that people will ask for things like money. People will ask for things like a relationship or they'll ask for things around, you know, their business going better or what what have you. But the thing about it is, is that when we ask for something that's not yet here, that's not in our life, it's because we've been unwilling to be something and receive something that um, that having that would require us to do. So, for instance, it's really easy to do it with money, right? Because it's like, okay, I like to be a millionaire. So, mm-hmm. like, I want everybody right now to go, okay, and I'm going to up it up the ante a little bit. Like, who would you have to be that you haven't been being um, to actually be a billionaire? Like, who would you be if you were being a billionaire? I just want you to sort of imagine that for yourself. Or if that's too big of a number, like, you know, a multimillionaire, okay? And just see yourself in your life as somebody that has that level of affluence and how you're going about and going around your life and all of that. And who are you being in that scenario that you're not being right now? Mm-hmm. What do you open to the, that you don't was, open to right now? Yeah. And and the way that I learned about this is because there's a certain consciousness and vibration. It's like an energetic alignment to a multimillionaire or a billionaire that you aren't, right? So it's kind of like who would you have to be? But that being energy is actually like a consciousness and energy of vibration that is vibrating in your body that's vibrating as you walk in the world you know and so um and so to me 
what came through immediately when you asked that? Who would you have to be that you haven't been being to actually be a billionaire? I saw myself like um, walking through the streets like really confidently and actually have people like people see me, like notice me, like being super, super visible. Um, that was like the very first image that came in for me, you know, of of what who I would have to be is have as I would I would it really requires me to be so much more visible than I am now and what I know is I have a block towards being that visible and you know in just thinking about what is that gap right what is what are those blocks is that I have this kind of underlying story that if I'm that visible that I'll have a lot of people like energetically pulling on me or that they'll be really in my kind of energetic zone and it will feel really overwhelming and it will feel too hard to kind of manage that energy because even as it is right now with my life, I feel like sometimes kind of uh, swim like I'm drowning in other people's energy um as a as an empathic energy you know intuitive healer metaphysical whatever you want to call me so so that's an example you're talking about right because I could ask all day you know like what would it what do I what would it take I what would it take universe to have multi-million dollars but um but you're talking about the ask behind the ask. So in this, so in this scenario, it would be like what a question might be like: What would it take to uh, to shift how I do energy with people or with the world so that I'm not so overwhelmed um, by by that? Right. So that's kind of what you're speaking to is the ask behind the ask. Yes. Yes. So what would that ask be for you? Um, well, I mean, one tool that I know that I, that I use a lot is everywhere that my awareness has exceeded my allowance. I uncreate and destroy that, right? Because my awareness of energy and people and people pulling on me gets super big. It gets really, really intense, but I'm not in allowance of it. And so that would be a question for me of, and also a clearing, right? Um, I also think it would be like, what's the next, what would it take for the next up level around energy? Like it wouldn't matter if people were pulling on me. I wouldn't be pulled, if that makes sense. Like uh, something around that. Like, I don't know. What what kind of question could I ask around that? Do you have something? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'd also like to kind of... Um, do a little bit of context as we're talking, if it's okay to use this in that way, mm-hmm. um, because what we're looking at, if you're just joining us, is like, okay, so if, if Susanna is asking to be a multimillionaire or a billionaire, and she is, <laughs> because, you know, she's like that uh, philanthropy energy and all of that, you know, that you desire to be requires that, mm-hmm. right? And so there's... which which is actually another question I'm going to ask you in a second. But it's like, 
there's something that she believes would occur if she had that much that she's resisting, but also there's something that she's been unwilling to be, to be the energy and that frequency and the vibration she was talking about. If you notice that people that have affluence, now, it, it, it whatever it is, the whatever success is for you, there's a frequency or a vibration, you just know it. When somebody walks by me in the airport and they have money, I just know it. You feel it. There's an energy, right? And it's like, what? why have we not been willing to be that frequency? And what do we need to ask for so that we can be that? And so with you, I was what came to me was like, does the ocean care if somebody takes, you know, a bucket out of it? Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you actually are willing to be as vast as you are, as expanded as you are, as infinite as you are, then would you be concerned with, you know, a few hundred thousand people taking some energy from you? Mm. If you're the universe, if you're as infinite and as vast as the universe. So everywhere that you haven't been willing to be as infinite and as vast. And as in the infinite energy you truly be, can we uncreate and destroy that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, online, boy, shorts, man. So, uh, so something to ask, if when you discover that, the ask underneath the ask is like, what would it take for me to be, know, perceive, and receive the infinite vastness of the energy that could never be depleted for all eternity? Like, that's just kind mm. of what came, right? And everything that oh, is, cool. times a gazillion, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm. Right, wrong, that's good, a bad, good one. Right? Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Because, and you know what? I think in particular with regards to asking for more of anything, like if you're asking for a house or a car or more money or more love or more anything, it, 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 it almost always brings up up like oh but people want things from me I won't be able to tell them no I, you know what I mean and it's like then it's that pulling energy like you describe it in a different way but I think that's really big for a lot of us in in terms of asking for more and so you know what would it take for us to be you know so much more that we wouldn't give a crap like I was facilitating a client the other day and one of the things that was keeping money out for her was that she didn't want to pay that much taxes and I was mm -hmm. like, well, how much mm -hmm. money would you need to make so you didn't give a crap how many taxes you paid? Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And so it's mm -hmm. like you it's like going to the place where the thing you're afraid of doesn't matter, which is about you occupying more space. It's about being more and it's about receiving mm -hmm. more on on all of those levels. And and you know, another question to ask would maybe be like the the philanthropy, like how much philanthropy are you doing right now? Are you willing to be the philanthropist now that you're waiting to be when you are a multimillionaire? Do you know what I'm saying? So that's another question that you might ask yourself is, okay, what would it take to be the the happy, bouncy philanthropist I'd be today? You know, whether that's like, you know, buying somebody coffee in line behind you or whatever it is in the most simple being way. You know, because it's philanthropy and any of these things aren't necessarily about a doing, they're about a being. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, and I would say that through the doing, you also be, right? Like they're so intermixed because I know that I feel generous in my money um, then in all ways, right? There is this space of it uh, it being um, flowing, of it, of I know that more are more is coming in. Um, and so there's the doing of the philanthropy, which is like the giving of the money. And then that, um, and then that opens me up into more of a feeling of abundance and, um, and generosity, um, and flow, which are B energies, which then feed my doing again, right? So I've, I love the, the connection and combination of doing and being and being and doing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and an infinite being doesn't have those separate. Being and doing aren't separate yeah. things. Yeah. Like we kind of misidentify yeah. that being means, you know, sitting on a mountaintop and that doing is like doing and completely disconnected from inspiration and spirit. And it actually... If if we're going to be all of us, it's it's all of those energies together. And so yeah, and and I guess what I what I wanted to kind of point out in that is that you don't have to have a million dollars to be a philanthropist. There's a way of mm-hmm. being that will actually show you possibilities for being a philanthropist that maybe you haven't even considered before. That might not even be financial in nature, and they might be. Right, and so your job then, if you're being the energy of the philanthropist, is then to notice the sort of inspired, like the whispers of energy that move you in a particular direction to take action. Mm-hmm. The whispers of energy. Dun dun dun. Yeah, baby. <laughs> we love the whispers. It's so fun to whisper. <laughs> So what is it? So looking at, you know, it, it essentially this conversation is about being congruent. Like mm-hmm. we ask for these big things and like I I you know me. And anybody who is on my big ask ask show knows that we went off the grid <laughs> asking for all kinds mm-hmm. of things and playing in the universe mm-hmm. and everything else. And it's like we there's a reason we don't yet have it is because we're not congruent yet with what we're asking for. So what's it going to take for you to get congruent? What do you need to ask for? And if you don't know, like I'm, I'm basically facilitating Suzanne and 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 she is herself and looking at some of these places because we've been doing this for a long time. And if you don't know where to look, simply ask. After you ask for whatever you're asking for, to say, and dear universe, like, help me be congruent with everything I'm asking for. Help me to align. Help me to be everything I'm asking for. Help me to receive everything I've been asking for. You know, and so help Mm -hmm. me to bring my energies congruent because when you're being what you're asking for, it is there. It will be there. How do you know Mm -hmm. if you're being what you're asking for? It, it will be. It's happening. Or it won't. <laughs> yeah. It's like, 
you yeah. know, like I used to, I used to give this example, like, how do you know you were committed to be on being on time? Well, you were on time. If you weren't on time, there was something that got in the way. Something became a priority. Something else, even if you're broke down at the side of the road, energetically, there's some part of you that was more energetically aligned with something else rather than what you said you do. And so it's really about looking at your life in a really truthful way and seeing, okay, basically everything in your life that's here right now, you've asked for either consciously or unconsciously through who you're being. And so if you want something different, you've got to ask, but you also have to ask to be congruent with what you're asking for. And so we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. When we come back, you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Give us a dance on the commercial breaks, everybody. (laughs) Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with host megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We're waxing philosophical over here about the ask behind your ask. (laughs) (laughs) And look at all of our chat rooms. How fun is that? This is fun. I know. Mm. We're having so fun. I love it when they all come. Do you know that we have, like, we've got Mexico in the chat room. We have uh, Great Britain in the chat room. We have Utah in the chat room. Uh, we have Canada in the chat room. Like, do you realize that we have, like, we've got Mexico. I don't know what countries people, but that's what I said. We've got Mexico, and I oh, know that um, I've got two, 
we've got two people in Australia that I know get up at like 3 a.m. to listen to us. So I love that, like, the energy of, like, people from all over the world, like, playing in these conversations together. Like, that just makes me so happy to just, like, know that, like, I'm over here, like, you know, allowing my gifts to come through and saying what comes through me and that it's, like, open and inspiring people and they're, like, asking questions and things are coming through them and we're playing, like, I kind of see this kind of grid work all over the world where we're pinging each other, you know, and it's just so fun to me. I love it so much. It's one of my favorite things. I just needed to say that. <laughs> it's said. It's said. It's noted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what now? I mean, so, I, I like I'm, I feel like well, it's just where do we go from here? Well, I was gonna say I was gonna ask you to say some things because you are congruency is so important to you, and like I know that's a lot of what you do in your work, and and I'm talking about like you know can we ask. When we ask for something really big, can we also ask for everything that's required to be that, to create that, to and and you know this is something that I learned many many years ago and um, it's really fun because like lots of people came out and taught about this later, but I had this awareness um, that that it that desire really wasn't the thing we desired wasn't important. That we desired was important. The what was simply the universe talking through our filters for who we are and what's important, you know, what would turn us on, that would light us up enough to become who we're capable of becoming. You know, let's say it's like, and it doesn't really matter what it is. Let's say it's a jaguar, right? And this has been something that's been really kind of a, a of a dance for me because I kind of, grew up in a in, in a home that was very much about practicality. Like, unlike you, like, we always, always, always had food. It was the most important thing, and it was always there. Like, whether we had a farm, even though there was 14 kids, and there were parts where my dad was going to school and didn't make money, like, you know, as much money, there was always food on the table. But, like, anything above basic needs was seen as a luxury, and it was seen as almost sinful in nature. And so it's really interesting for me to look at desires like a jaguar or like traveling the world. And actually, because I'm making it about the desire itself, I'm not actually honoring sometimes actual desire. Because, like, when I ask myself who I'd need to be to own, uh, to buy a jaguar, it's like there's an, uh, there's a, an energy of elegance that shows up that I'm willing to be. Right, and so that's a really great example. Is is not really about the jaguar, although the jaguar is sort of the universe's seduction to get me to be more yeah. of me. And so, how are our desires like? What if we qu- quit judging our desires entirely? Like, even if it's the most, and that's part that's also a problem for those of us on the spiritual path. It's like, oh well, if I had more money, I could change the world. Well, maybe just freaking want more money. 
you know, like, and like, <laughs> like go of like justifying the desire, justifying the ask, or going, oh, well, that's kind of dumb. I don't want to ask that because that's that's just too superfluous or whatever it is. Instead of going, okay, ooh, like, what if that crazy ass desire? That big ass that you have that feels like illogical or irrational, what if that's just the universe seducing you into being more of you? And everything that doesn't allow you to know that can we uncreate and destroy that. Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, only boys, shorts, and beyond. So having said that, what do you want to say to that, Miss Congruency person? And, like, how do you help people get congruent? And what do you think about the idea that it's not, what if we just, like, let go of all significance about the desire and just realize it's the universe's seduction and actually just go for it and see where it takes us? Mm -hmm. What do you think of those two ideas? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, this idea of desire, um, because first of all, people think of desire as almost like sexual desire, like like they almost automatically put it into that category, which I think is super interesting, considering that you know sexual desire has so much stuff in our in our third dimensional reality on it, you know, hiding it and shame and blah 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 and whatever, right? But <coughs> desire itself, the energy of desire, um, I think it's also very interesting that you know so many religions talk about desire in the negative, right? Where it's like the, you know, the natural man is an enemy to God, right? Which basically when you're talking about, that's a Bible phrase, um, which, you know, you're basically talking about the natural man and the na- and what desires the natural man has, you know? So I think, you know, it's it, what I've been playing with um, for like the last month is about desire being its own complete loop of energy um, because I've had a lot of stuff around desire um, in all ways, you know, sexual desire, but also desire for things, desire for luxury things like you're talking about, right? Because um, it's, it's you're almost seen in a particular way if you want if you desire lavishness, you know, which, you know, especially if you come from um, a poor family, you know, my my family tends to judge me a lot for my desire of of lavishness. Um, so desire is, but but think about that as as a complete energetic loop. It's kind of what you're talking about. It doesn't actually really matter. What the desire is, it's just that you're having the desire, that you're in the energy of desire. Um, I mean, think about, uh, you know, like when you watch people that are first falling in love um, and there's so much like serotonin, there's so many like hormones and all kinds of stuff in their bodies that are lighting them up. They're alive. There's like an aliveness in um, in people that are in that first um, energies, new relationship or, you know, honeymoon phase um, because there's so much desire. Um, and so everything that we've, and we all like that. It's like a magnet, right? That, that attraction, you can't keep your eyes off of them, you know, uh, this couple that are curled up in the restaurant. Um, and so... There's something so magnetic about that, 
you know, but I would, I would kind of go a step further that you actually don't, you don't need anybody to, um, to be that, you know, we, we outsource our desire to, uh, money, to a certain amount of money, you know, or to a person, um, or to a thing or whatever. But again, it's just the energy of desire that lights up a body that creates um, an attraction or a magnet and then it's almost as if the thing that you desire it doesn't it loses its significance um, it doesn't actually matter as much if it's not if it's not kind of brought into fruition um, and so that's the thing that I've really been playing with because for me I desire and then I expect you know what I mean? Like I, I'm like a, I'm like a manifester, and I'm like, okay, well, I desire this, so therefore, it's going to happen, and um, and so I almost do this kind of energetic pull, um, and have these expectations around the desire, but that's not really how, kind of the pure energy of desire, and it certainly isn't, you know, the rules of of uh, universal uh, abundance. You know, it's like. You desire, you ask, and then you let go of any energy of expectation. You let go of, you know, all of the hows and the whatever, whatever, right? So, um, so, and then through that process, I think there is like an energy of congruency. If desire is the complete energetic loop, then it's almost like you're already congruent in the whole. So... Um, so I don't know if that makes sense or if I've just been being very esoteric and it doesn't land. Maybe you can kind of add to that um, if I'm not, if it didn't, if it wasn't clear. Megan? Well, one of the things that I would say, I would say this in a in a different way, is that it's, when you're asking for something and it's not showing up, there's something that's either not, that might not be congruent. It might not be time yet. There's something you, some piece that you might require um, in order for the puzzle piece of that coming into your life to, to fit, if that makes sense. You know, it's like for those of you who put puzzle pieces together, if you try to put a piece with the wrong piece, that doesn't work. And sometimes in order to finish the puzzle, you need to put that one piece that connects all the other pieces, right? And so sometimes energetically, we need to put things in place that open us up, align us with that thing. And sometimes, and this is more to what you're saying, is there's something, there's things we need to let go of in order to make room or space and in order to be that which is congruent with that thing. And so you're, one of the things you're speaking to in looking at desire as a complete loop for yourself is that the part of you that, you know, uh, lives in the land of expectation and, well, I've asked for this, now it should come, or, you know, I'm not going to be happy unless this turns out this way, or, like, looking at this thing to... Uh, being attached to that which we're desiring, right? So attachment is being asked to let go of so you can be congruent with that which you desire. Because that which you 
desire requires non-attachment. Does that make sense? And unfortunately, there's certain things that kind of helped us to a point. It helped us to survive. It helped us live to a certain point. And then it's like, then actually to upgrade or up-level, we actually have to let go of the thing that worked for a little bit. So I think for you, hun, like, you, like, I've always told you this, like, I have never seen somebody so high-functioning for the childhood you had. Like, it's really remarkable for what you went through as a child. And, and there's certain things that just are non-issues that, like, Anybody else that I know of that had that kind of childhood, those issues are there, right? And part of that has to do with your tenacity and your, like, no, I'm not having this and I'm having something different, damn it. Like that, like, push and that charge to make your life different than your family's, right? And it got you to this certain place. It got you out of that, uh, out of that world of poverty and all of that, right? But, in order for you to have the bigger life that you truly, truly desire, you have to let go of that force that got you this far. And so for you to look at desire as its own loop is really dynamic for you because it's actually helping you like be in the, I would say, in the lap of the universe, like allowing the energy and the aliveness and the turn-on of the universe to move through you as its own reward. And I think that's like, it's the universe is kind of grooming you in a way for for some of the things that you've been asking for. And that's the other thing mm-hmm. is sometimes, sometimes you, people will ask for... Okay, I'm going to change, and they make a demand. I'm going to change my money. And then this whole, then they have to declare bankruptcy right after. <laughs> well, so, and it doesn't, it's like, well, wait a minute. I just made a demand and that universe, it doesn't have my back. Well, actually, maybe you need to let go of your judgments on bankruptcy. Maybe you need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you have to be willing to let go of everything. You have to be willing. And mostly what we're going to be asked to let go of when we have a big ass ask what we're going to be asked to let go of is an old identity. And so that's kind of what you're speaking mm-hmm. to. You know, in the beginning of the call, we were saying, this is who I need to be. This is, I need to ask the universe to help me be these things. But you also need to have ask the universe to help you let go of things and let go of identities and let go of attachments so that you can align and be congruent. And there was, there was somebody mm-hmm. in the chat room that asked me a question about missing a train. Right, and it's like, oh, I really feel to go there, and it's like, the don't I I don't know what that is for you, but what I do know is to be in the what's right about this, and what is it in me that's not aligned with this yet, and and what if it's the universe doing divine timing with you, like what if there's a, a really good reason that. The t- that you need to go later than rather than right now, you know, and it's it's really, you know, I, I had a I I went through a ceremony years ago and I was given a vision, and I was shown this moment in time where I literally just dropped my key and didn't know it as I was going to leave the house, and as I came back to look for it and I was super frustrated because I was super late and everything else, I was shown all the levels 
of impact that that had and all of the different dynamics that it changed, including a car accident I missed. And so mm -hmm. it's like the, the universe really is fucking awesome. Pardon my French. Mm -hmm. And what its orchestration is and its, its consummate feedback, energetic feedback about where we are, what we require, and what's in the way of what we say we want. And sometimes it teaches us in ways that we can't cognize, which is actually purposeful because if you could cognize yourself into a different reality, you'd have done it by now. That's not how you change realities is through logic. You change through realities mm -hmm. through changing the energies. So... And everything this might be bringing yeah, so up and how many people break, might be though. being confused by this. Okay, but I want to uncreate and destroy. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot, all pock, right, all good. night, boy, shorts, man. Now take the people to break. <laughs> yes, we'll be back. Come back for more tools. <sighs> Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. So we are talking about the ask behind the ask, like getting yourself actually congruent um, to what it is that you're really asking for. Um, and I did want to kind of speak to that because you were like, because um, I uh, am very aware of alignment. I would call alignment, energetic alignment or non-alignment. I can um, feel where when people even talk, I can feel when what they're saying isn't actually in alignment. Um, 
and I can, uh, it's just one, a, a gift of mine as far as like alignment or congruency. Um, and so I can see like when people create a website, I can see where it's congruent to them or not congruent to them, you know, or energetically aligned. Um, and when people ask for things, when I have clients, my coaching clients come in and they're asking for things, I can see where they're not congruent with what they're asking for. And so you asked me, like, um, you know, because I am such a stickler about congruency with my own life and it's something that I see so clearly, what do I do um, or how do I help people to get congruent? Um, and what I would say is that there's, it, it's a, it's a, it is really like a, a puzzle, you know, and that's what's fascinating um, about people, you know, is that there it's a complicated system and it's a complicated puzzle. Um, and so it really is fun to kind of um, look at where what pieces need to go in in order for the, the puzzle to be completed. And it, I would ask all of you listeners, like, if you're asking the right questions, you can come to a space of awareness or even just a space or a place of energy where it's like, ooh, um, that like, for example, I had a client on my table um, yesterday um, and she has a YouTube station channel and she was like, it's going amazing, but I just feel like there's this strange energy in my neck. Like, I don't know. It just feels like a block and I feel like there's something there. So I did some energy work on her neck, right? And it and it really the awareness was that she actually had past life that she was a whistleblower in a past life, and that um, the whistle at being a whistleblower created this place where her where her daughter was taken and uh, her family was taken and imprisoned, and so she made a vow in that lifetime to um, to not be the voice that she is, to not be the whistleblower that she is, to not be the oracle that she is. And so I went through this whole process of actually um, opening up the energy and clearing the energy for her to be the oracle um, that she is. And it was it was incredibly magical in that moment. She was crying. She was coughing. Um, like literally the energy was coming out of her body. And um, at the at the end of the session, she was in this place of space of space and peace. Uh, and she almost um, and she started speaking as the oracle that she is. Um, and so, um, you know, for sometimes it's not even just this lifetime's incongruency. It's past lifetimes incongruency, but it starts with the question. You know, it starts with this small awareness that she had of like, well, like things are awesome, but I just don't know. There's something blocking me, right? There's some energy that's really odd in my in my throat. Um, and so I would ask you to get curious and I would ask you to get present. Um, those two combination of energies um, can really open you up to um, the breadcrumbs <clears throat> that takes you to the questions that takes you to the clearing that takes you to congruency. You know, so and it's an ever going, ever onward type of. Process.
process, you know. And so to me, it's just like the fascination of life and the fascination of people. Um, and, you know, she, it was so great because then she, all of this other stuff started opening up for her. She started seeing my aura, which she had never seen like anything like that before, right? And it's like literally the, it was activated. The magic of her was activated um, in her body. Um, but it came from this very small awareness that most of us would never really even look at or consider. It was just like, oh, I've got something in my throat, right? But for her, she just kept noticing it and it kept coming back to it, right? So um, so the a lot of times our bodies, so many times our bodies show us the incongruency. Um, and so really you can start there. So when you say start there, like, because you said, you said a lot of different things. So when you say start there, can you kind of identify like a couple of just tips that you could give people what you mean by start there? Well, what I mean is start with your body, right? Because she, she started, okay. she had that block cool. in her throat, right? So and she didn't just say, "Oh, there's nothing going on here." She she listened to her body. She listened. She paid attention to that energy, that part in the back of her throat that wasn't even very quote significant in her world. She was just like, "I don't know. There's just something there," you know. And it opened up this huge thing. So that's what I mean about starting with your body. If you're, you know, if your right hip continuously hurts. You know, instead of just being like, oh, I'm mad at my body for hurting, um, get curious and start asking questions because maybe that right hip brings out this pattern which opens up this space, you know, which leads to money, um, you know, opening for you, right? So it's like it's not linear. Um, <laughs> oftentimes it doesn't make sense. Um, and if you follow those breadcrumbs, um, you really can get to a place of awareness and clearing and congruency. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. So, and, and so it's like, and also like, um, so I, uh, I, another reason to be in the chat room is sometimes you get individual facilitation. So I threw out in the chat room, like, if anybody wanted facilitation around, the ask behind their ask. And so I'm actually, as you're um, sharing right now, I'm kind of uh, playing in the chat room a little bit around this. And and what I'm noticing is that everybody who's asking something is also sharing something that's in, that feels like a dissatisfaction. Like I'm dissatisfied with this scenario. I'm dissatisfied with this scenario. And, and, and with your client in the body, there is a dissatisfaction, i.e., like a, a pain or an energy or a stuckness or a uh. And so one of the things that I see that we do is that we resist the thing, but the thing is trying to show us what we need to clear or what we need to open to or whatever. It's the key. The thing we're resisting is often mm-hmm. the key. And so and everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. 
right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. So that's the, that's where I would say to start. So if there's something happening, if you're asking for something and something happens in your body, if you're asking for something and you're complaining about this thing and wanting to get rid of this thing, like what if that thing is actually the portal? And so the question would be, what's right about this? What's right about me? What's right about this situation? What portal is this that I've been unwilling to see? What opening is this that I've been unwilling to see? And take the dissatisfaction Mm -hmm. and actually see it as the gift from the universe to actually what you're asking for. And so that's where I would say to, to look at is when you're making these big asks is like look at the things you're dissatisfied with. What what are they really? Or those things that feel unchangeable, what are they really? You know, what opening is this that you, that because you're calling it wrong and resisting it, you're actually holding it in place. And that's the thing. If you resist resistance, mm-hmm. you're gonna, <laughs> that's where real stuff comes from. That's where real, like, I am not happy in my life comes from is when you resist resistance. When you actually allow resistance, and you ask questions and like with your client and you get curious, it's like it can open up whole new universes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, so that was a lot, right? So yeah, it's like the, the universe is super simple. On the one hand, it's really simple. It's like ask and receive. And there's nuances, right? And it's like be willing to be in the mystery. We're never going to have all the answers, boys and girls. We're just not. We've got to push in the mystery. And like really it. the one thing that Einstein said he was sure of in his whole life, in all of his theories, was that the universe was friendly. And if you really are willing to take that on and know that everything you're being given is to facilitate what you've been asking for, then that's when you get to the ease, joy, and glory. So mm-hmm. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, Suzanne, I'm going to do a special solo show next week that you don't want to miss. And um, we'll be back. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.